Talking to myself and feeling old Sometimes I'd like to quit Nothing ever seems to fit Hanging around Nothing to do but frown Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Ah, the melodious tone of one Karen Carpenter. Rainy days and Mondays. And we've got both today. But that doesn't get us down, I must tell you. Again, quick shout-out one more time to Congressman Peter King and uh, his security detail. She is a hoot, I have to tell you. What a hilarious uh, young lady, Melissa Zim. The Fossil family, the Haskell family, my son Gabriel, and Michael Davidson, who was killed in a fire, proud FDNY member for 15 years back in March of 2018. As Bernie pointed out earlier in Harlem, what an amazing night, Friday night in Coney Island at the 13th annual Night of Heroes at the Wall of Remembrance, Sal Magdal. All those guys did a fantastic job. Four ceremonial first pitches, including my son Gabriel, and a wonderful dinner with Peter and Melissa at uh, Gorgiulo's after the, uh, the big night and ceremony. Just a, an amazing night and another great night to be a New Yorker. So many of those throughout the year, even with all the issues we've got. Now, this guy is always great on a Monday morning. He's the editor of the National Review. He's got his stuff syndicated all over the country, including many times here in the New York Post, political NBC contributor, all in all, an absolute genius and a diehard New York Yankee fan, the great Rich Lowry. Good morning, Richard. Hey, what's going on? Sounds like a, a wonderful, wonderful night. I'm glad you guys were able to do that. Yeah, it was, it was really great. The weather was perfect. And, uh, again, anytime you have a chance to honor a fallen fighter fire like Michael Absolutely. Davidson, you have the cops out there, the firefighters, and that's what New York is all about. And it was really a special night. So thank you for that, Rich. Hey, before we get to the Joe Biden stuff and all that, I don't know if you've seen this, but I know that me and Bernie have brought this up to you before. The University of Pennsylvania excuse me, has nominated... I almost talked, I couldn't believe it, has nominated swimmer Leah Thomas for the Female Athlete of the Year. This despite the fact she's got a bigger penis than I've got. Your thoughts? <laughs> it's like they're trolling all of us, right? I mean, it's, it's got to be a joke, right? Are they not well, in I'm, on the joke? I mean, seriously. Yeah. It's not really. a joke. They really did. She's up for Female Athlete of the Year. Yeah, there's a, there's a no, poll. No, they're shoving it the, down our uh, throats. The American Federation of Teachers, it's out, trying to warn the Democrats against going down this path. They show like 30 percent um, margin support, the so-called don't say gay bill in Florida. You know, 30 percent margin people don't want males competing against female athletes. But they're never going to get the message. They're never going to get the message because they live, live in this gigantic socially progressive bubble where men can get pregnant. And it's okay for male swimmers to defeat female swimmers and on and on. Oh, yeah, it's just, but, but uh, to Sid's point, they're just shoving it down our throats. So your point, I mean, it's just, I mean, that's what they want to do. Are you, Leah Thomas? I mean, are you kidding me? It's just, it, it really is a joke. It, and it would it would be funny if it wasn't so deadly serious in the event uh, we don't win these elections in November and turn this whole thing around. I mean, we're attack, we're under attack from within is what's happening to this country. It's just it's just very bad, but uh, as uh, Sid alluded to, a uh, Rich Lowry from the National Review on the Bernie and Sid show, uh, Joe Biden traveled to the Middle East, and to me it was a huge waste of time. Of course, as you know, he could be drilling right here for oil, and he's screwing American energy workers by begging the Saudis to do what we could do. 
the fist bump and all that stuff. Give us your thoughts on the whole weekend, and uh, take your time. Go ahead, Rich Lowry. Well, I, I don't. I, I long ago concluded that the, the, the Saudis are horrible bastards, right? And but there's not a lot we can do about it. That they, they they're sitting on a lot of oil, and they're the lead, leader of Sunni Islam. And you're gonna have to deal with them. So the idea. You know, it's terrible, just absolutely terrible what they did to Khashoggi. I mean, they, they chopped the guy up, and horrible act of uh, um, cruelty and, and cynicism, and they lied about it and all the rest of it. But the idea that they're going to be able to make, the, make them a pariah state over that was always a fantasy. And so, you know, I don't particularly mind the fist bump. I don't care whether he shakes his hands or um, bumps his fist or, or, or whatever. French you're going to have to deal with them on a certain level. But it is humiliating. You know, it is humiliating for, for Biden personally to have said he's going to be a pariah and then have to go over there and to beg. And just to the United States generally, when we're pursuing this idiotic policy where, where we have this – God has blessed this land with this incredible resource that is the, the key ingredient of modern life. And we have one side of the political debate that wants to turn its back on it and crush it into the ground, make it impossible for anyone to invest in it, make it impossible for anyone to refine it, make it impossible for anyone to transport it in pipelines. And then we've got to go over the, and, and beg these bastards. It's just it, – it, it, it's as perverse as a Leah Thomas thing. It just makes zero sense. You know, talking about perverse, I understand that uh, there were some real major screw-ups here, and maybe 21 didn't have to die, including – 19 little kids, which is just so heartbreaking. But the cover of today's New York Post, Standing Army, 400 cops responding to Uvalde shooting, didn't take down gunmen for over an hour, putting their own lives over the kids. And CNN has done this for about 30 minutes already this morning. And I know there's always new video, and there was a press conference yesterday. But to me, Rich, we are spending a lot of time, months later, still beating up a police department who clearly, clearly did not know what they were doing, clearly were uh, did a terrible, terrible job. But why are we beating up the police every day, especially the New York Post, in a country where beating up the police has become chic? Yeah, on this one, I'm in favor of beating up the the police. I mean, it just... But it's every day, which for two months, we got it. We got the message. We got it. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's gotten... Worse every week, and there's been more evidence. You know, video. We live in a, a visual age, and video makes everything worse. So just to see the the video just brings it home. And the the idea that no one occurred occurred to no one to just uh, unlock the door, storm the door, given what what happened in that. that uh, Rich, just answer this for me. I'll move off. Look, I'm it, a, as pro cop as you as a, you can. Get, I know, but have you learned anything filter. different? Have you learned? Uh, be honest here. Have you learned anything different in the last two days? You haven't known since this horrific act happened almost two months ago. The answer is no. No, but the, the okay. video video makes things more compelling. It just does. Yeah, I, indeed it does. Uh, that was an awful video. You, you actually see a kid in the hallway before the police arrive. Uh, looking at the gunman and then running away, just, man, it gives gives, gives you goosebumps is, is what it does. Rich Lowry from the National Review on the Bernie and Sid Show. Rich, uh, Gavin Newsom, he sauntered into the White House the day after Biden left for the Middle East, <laughs> and we still really haven't received an explanation for it. I mean, it was really an act. We really haven't. It was an act of disrespect. Uh, but you wrote a column, uh, and I think you entitled it, Speaking of Democratic Cluelessness on the Culture, and it includes uh, Gavin Newsom. Uh, you want to tell us about that and maybe uh, uh, an explanation, if you have one, for why he was yeah, at the I, White House? I don't know why he was at the White House. I mean, 
He looks like a president, right? If you're a casting director yes. in, a, in a progressive show about a wonderful president, you'd cast Gavin Newsom, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He looks so casual and that, that little wave, whatever, to the, the reporter. I mean, you could see him being president. You could right, see him no, president. no jacket. The is, yeah, the problem is he's, he's from California. And he, he he just is soaked in all these ridiculous progressive pieties that we we're just discussing. I mean, that's the the grounds on which he's been attacking Ron DeSantis is that he doesn't want kids K through three to be taught about gender ideology. So he's he's way out of touch on that stuff. And then also, and one of the reasons Kamala Harris is so terrible is California is is a weird incubator for politicians because you, you you need to do the identity politics thing and the in, insider thing. And then you buy a bunch of TV ads, and it creates politicians who aren't don't have a great natural touch, uh, to, to say the least. So I think he'll he'll have some of the Kamala Harris uh, problem. He, he's not as as uh, inherently unlikable as as uh, she is, but he's no great shakes either. And if you look into the guy's uh, personal life, and not stuff that we don't know about, just stuff that's been public, it, it's 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 a lot. It's almost as bad as Sid. Not, maybe not quite <laughs> yeah. as bad wow. as Sid, but wow, it's, really? It's up there. <laughs> oh, look forward to this. So, he, so he's a little bit of a progressive fantasy at the moment, I think. All right. Listen, uh, my favorite columnist, and I, th- I think I speak on behalf of Bernard as well. In fact, I know I do. Uh, outside of you, of course, is Miranda Devine in the New York mm-hmm. Post. And uh, today she takes her shot at AOC. Only one New Yorker AOC fights for dot, dot, dot. Herself. Now, last week, of course, Alex Stein was uh, uh, all over on the steps of the Capitol. It was actually very funny talking about her ass. But, uh, of course, you know what she was dressed in that day. But there's a serious question. Is it fair to say right now that AOC is the most powerful and dangerous person in that Dem party? Or is that a complete exaggeration? Uh, most powerful and dangerous. Um... I don't know how much power she has. She, I mean, she has the power to get attention, which matters a lot. But she still represents, I think, just just a splinter, although a growing one, within the Democratic Party, and obviously hugely ambitious. You know, that's, this is why Chuck Schumer's governed as far left as he has. This is because he's he's looking at her and worried about a potential primary challenge. So she so she's big and important. There's no doubt about it. I don't know about the. The, the most. But Miranda Devine, by the way, I mean, if, if Joe Biden goes down in a Hunter Biden scandal, the New York Post should receive like a Pulitzer every year for the next hundred <laughs> years. Yes. I mean, they've been the only ones doing it. And it's highly suggestive that that Hunter was spreading the was funding the entire family, including Joe. I mean, that hasn't been proven yet, but that's where everything's pointing. And that would be a massive scandal. Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I believe she's the most uh, dangerous and important person. Everything that she wants, Joe Biden is doing. Every single thing. Uh, and that's why she takes it easy on the old creep. Uh, so I believe that fully and firmly. Uh, he's afraid of her and, of course, the others, uh, Bernie Sanders, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Rich, also uh, uh, last week, Starbucks made the announcement that they are going to close a bunch of stores in Democrat-run high-crime cities. And it's just uh, very telling. It's just an act, you know, that speaks of our times right here in uh, Long Island here, in Greenvale, Long Island, Saturday, 4 o'clock. It's a sleepy little village here in Nassau County. There's a nice, uh, a beautiful little jewelry store. It was attacked in, in broad daylight, a smash and grab. They, uh, they, four guys, they went in, and they, they just smashed the windows, grabbed the stuff. So crime is not only in the cities but in the suburbs, and you write about this Starbucks situation uh, tell us about that. 
Well, you, you just know that some of these locations, of Starbucks people all encounter this. You, you go in there and you feel as though you need to look over your shoulder. You know, what is that? You know, you can't go into a coffee shop and feel safe. And a lot of these places are, are, uh, are armpits. You know, Penn Station we've talked a lot about outside Penn Station and, and inside it feels like a zombie apocalypse. You know, you got these drug addicts and these mentally ill people who need help, by the way. I mean, that, that's a, a, another element of the scandal of this, that, that we let these people molder and, and rot away on the streets and degrade our quality of life. It isn't good for anyone, including those people, you know. But this is the, the progressive ideology. Again, it's, it's a, something that people hate, and there's going to be a huge backlash against it. Not sure how you feel about this. I don't think we brought it up to you, Rich. I have a feeling how you may feel, but... Uh, the gun laws that were uh, passed a couple of weeks ago by the uh, Supreme Court, uh, making it easier, thank God, for law-abiding citizens uh, to get their guns. Uh, we just saw evidence of how important that is just this weekend in Indiana. A story Bernie brought up just moments ago. Guy walked into a mall, went to the uh, you know the eating spot there, the food spot, and uh, started shooting, killed three people. When a good Samaritan, a regular mm-hmm. civilian with a gun, actually killed the guy. Didn't have to wait for the police to show up like Uvalde. Didn't have to wait for the police to figure out how to get inside like Uvalde. There was a guy there with a gun, and he stopped this animal from killing who knows how many more. So for folks like Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul who are against this and talk about the wild, wild west, there is evidence right there. And a lot of it happens more than people think. Good yeah. guys with guns actually help Rich Lowry. Yeah, no, absolutely. And if you, if you ever really need a cop fast, uh, and there's nothing on the cops, it's just the, the nature of the situation, it takes a long time. You know, it may take seven minutes or something, but that can be a really long time and, and as i said it who, takes seven minutes to get there then they got to figure out a way to get inside without more people dying yeah yeah and and people who have carry permits are the most law-abiding people in the country I, I can't think of any crime i've ever seen that was committed by someone with a with a carry permit and you know th- this isn't a, a, a no pun intended magic bullet either for our, our crime problems and mass shootings but it helps to have good people with with guns who who will will try to take care of these problems themselves when they arise. Absolutely. Rich Lowry again from the National Review on the Bernie and Sid Show. Uh, Rich, uh, we're going to take back the House. That's a foregone conclusion, although we don't want to get complacent. But the Senate, that's that, that's look, looking more problematic, to use a uh, trite word right there. Uh, so what are your thoughts? And, uh, edify us as to why the Senate is such a, 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 you know, a more difficult task to uh, overtake. Yeah. This, uh, what, 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 what are the dynamics involved as to why it's so difficult? Well, so a, a House candidate, it's hard to have your own profile. Uh, so you're really defined by the national environment and by the approval rating of your president. And that's why every single one of these vulnerable House Democrats is just screwed. doesn't matter who they are, what they say, what they do. They're, they're just screwed. They're going to get wiped out. Senate, you know, you, you have a little bit more of a profile. People tend to know you more, and you can attain some more separation. And candidate quality matters. And I, so Herschel Walker, you know, great, great athlete, uh, legend down in there in Georgia. It turns out he has a bunch of secret kids. And, <laughs> you know, I, I think he, he'll probably still win. But, man, that, that, that's going to be a real nail-biter. Oz has kind of disappeared in, in Pennsylvania. This guy Fetterman, the Democrat, he's an AOC type but does not look like one. You know, he, he looks a, a little bit like a caveman. You think he's a, a right-winger just looking at him. Yeah. Has a major health problem. But, you know, that, that's going to be another tight one. I might favor 
Fetterman there. So, so the Senate race is just the, the House races just go with the national mood. Senate races not necessarily. So if I would have said to you, which we're going to get to the uh, second week of July, the All Star break, and the Yankees are going to have sixty four wins, mm. sixty four. If I told you that back in, oh, I don't know, March, you would have said what? I, there's no way I would have believed it. I, I, was, I was looking forward to the season that the least I, I had in memory. You know, Isaiah kind of Fralefa, you know, are you right. kidding me? Right. But uh, it's it's clicked, and, and the pitching's been amazing, and the knock on wood, the energy, the injury bug hasn't really uh, bit him. So I was looking yesterday. So they have a, almost a hun- they have 199-plus run differential, which is on pace to be like the second best in Yankees history. Yes. You know, uh, so it's it's extraordinary. It is, and uh, two of those guys will start tomorrow night. Two guys having monster seasons, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton for the American League, who, by the way, has won eight straight all-star games against the National League. Anyway, Rich, uh, as always, excellent, excellent Monday morning appearance. You're great. We love you. Enjoy your Yankees tomorrow night. We'll talk again next Monday. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. All right, there he is, Rich Lowry on Bernie and Sid. We'll take a short break. When we get back, the death penalty. I'm for it. So is Bernard. I can't think of anybody who deserves it more yet. They will send this this person today. More of that right after this. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law. Personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. 